0: You're listening to the Align Women Podcast, the show for moms who are chiropractors. This show will bring you guests to share their stories, their struggles, their experiences, and me, your host, Dr. Danielle Eaton, so that you can create a practice that's right for you and your family. Hey everyone, today I am bringing you a very special guest from a whole other hemisphere. On my side of the world, our guest today is coming to you from Australia, and she is one of my most favorite women that I've met. It's interesting to me that I meet so many awesome women online, and um, we never actually have met in person, (laughs) but I feel so connected to you. Our guest today is Sam Morrissey. Hey, Sam.
1: Good morning or good afternoon, depending on where you are.
0: (laughs) And when you're listening to the show as well, yeah. So, Sam, I would love for you to introduce yourself to the listeners today and let them know more about um, you and your family.
1: Sure. Uh, Well, I am a mom and I work from home like, or I have my own business like a lot of your listeners do as well. And I am mama to two beautiful babies. So my daughter is five um, and she's just turned five and my son is two and a half. And we have baby number three, baking away beautifully and coming into the world sometime between, you know, three and nine weeks, depending on when she decides to arrive. So she'll be here very soon. Um, A little bit more about our family. I've also got a husband, Steve, and we are homeschoolers or unschoolers, actually. So we don't follow any curriculum at all. And our life is just really about totally freestyling everything. So we freestyle education, we freestyle life, we've made some really huge changes in our lives to be able to incorporate um, and and live life without school and also continue to personally develop ourselves and encourage that in our children and to continue running my business. And Steve's actually working for somebody at the moment because we've just sold a couple of our bricks and mortar businesses. But um, we're just really about doing what works for our family. And that includes unschooling.
0: Sam, I've always been curious, and I don't think I've ever asked you how you came about knowing that your free sale life was your brand. Because that's what you're all about, right? Like choosing <laughs> yeah. your life and, and being free of other people's judgments and perceptions and expectations of how you should be living. How did you come to that
1: You know, it was, it was certainly a gradual evolution to your freestyle life. And it was when I had my daughter, um, and I'd started to blog and, and I was still working as a success coach at that point in corporate. That was my, my corporate career. I was a success coach in the financial services industry here and I really, I guess my role was to coach and develop high-level leaders in the financial services industry to really coach and develop their teams, increase their bottom line, and be able to create really motivated teams um, and perform at a very high level. And when I had my daughter, I really, um, like, it was a huge mental shift for me as somebody who had previously pushed and pushed and pushed in her life and really lived her life according to society standards and what was deemed prestigious and one day I had I was talking to a a group of mums so in Australia I'm not sure if you guys have the same thing but in Australia we have like mothers groups
0: do you have that over there yeah of course yeah
1: where you know like you get together with mums who are the same and it's almost it's like a bit of a uh, government community thing where you can meet other mothers who have had babies around the same time as you and i was in this group of mums i think violet must have been maybe six to nine months old at that point and you know i'd read all the books i'd done everything i'm an absolute nerd um totally embracing my nerdiness but um i'd read all those books And it wasn't panning out like things had said in the books. And I realized at one point, hey, my my daughter hasn't read any of those books. Mm -hmm. And she, she really doesn't care about what's in those books. And I was talking at a mother's group and everybody was so flustered, you know, like you get when you're a new mom and it's really overwhelming and stressful and things are not going according to plan in a lot of cases. And I just said... At one point, it just kind of popped into my head. What if we just like freestyle this? Like, what if we just freestyle the crap out of it? Like, sorry, I don't know if I'm allowed to swear, but (laughs) (laughs) like, you know, this is, this is just like a journey where we don't know what's going to happen. We can just freestyle. It'll be okay. And that's kind of how it came up. Like, you know, a freestyle rapper. And I, I literally just spoke that out loud. And then I was like, I'm on to something here. This is like how I want to live my whole life. And that's how it, it, that's honestly the point where it came into my head that, you know, freestyling and being, you know, having this freestyle life where we, you know, lived according to our own rules and broke away from societal norms. If that's what we deemed was appropriate for our family. Um, and it went, that was parenting. That was how we lived our life. That was everything about our life. Really. From that point, we, we, I don't know, we just kind of put that out to the universe and things evolved really organically. And also we took a lot of action, of course, to to you know turn our life into that. So that's how the brand was developed, that was it.
0: So then you became a, a business coach on your own, right? You transitioned yeah. from that corporate world into your own unique business.
1: Yeah, I did. And so your freestyle life then became my business brand. And um, I really took all the skills and, and and qualifications that I had in my corporate career and kind of went freelance. And that was a huge, I mean, it's right up there with motherhood in relation to personal development, you know, your own business, you would, and a lot of your business would understand having your own business is such a huge learning curve in relation to personal development. So I took those qualifications that I had and, and, just moved them into the coaching space so that I could support other women who were really challenging the status quo um, and combining parent, parenting and motherhood and, you know, finding a way to make that work and creating some really unique business systems that would allow them to do that.
0: Yeah. So we will get to talk a, little, a bit more about how you've been able to do that in your family where you're taking some time off of work now because of you're expecting your third baby.
1: Yes. You're going yep. to
0: enjoy that pregnancy and her arrival.
1: Mm-hmm. For the first time ever. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, and as you we were talking about building your brand and building your coaching practice, I was thinking back to almost a year ago when I started coaching with you, you were the very first coach that I had ever worked with. I was brand new to this coaching thing. I didn't know what it was or that I would become one. (laughs) And it's really, um, actually, I hadn't realized it before now, but I've really honed in on this one thing, this one thing that is so imperative for moms especially, but it's to know what your core desired feelings are. And my core desired feeling is freedom. So not surprising at all, now that I'm really in tune with that and aware of that, that you were the very first coach that I ever Mm -hmm. worked with. Yeah, do you find that a lot of the women that you work with in your business come to you knowing what they really feel like they want in their lives, or do you work with them on figuring out what those core desired feelings are for them?
1: What a great question. So this is something that is... So important and I wish I had known it when I actually stepped into the freelance space because, you know, I came from a heavily from a business background, but really had not a lot of idea about what I wanted my life to look like because I'd been following that social norm for so long of, you know, continue to climb the corporate ladder, buy a house, you know, all of those things that I know are really similar over with you guys as well are are the same here in Australia. And I'd been following that path so long, when I stepped out of that corporate career, I had no idea who I really was and what I really wanted from my life. And I spent a lot of money on business coaches, like upwards of $30,000, and on accreditations, which I don't regret, um, the qualifications in transformational coaching because they've come in super, super, super handy and are really the core of my business at at this point. Um, But moving into a business, a fully focused business coach right in the beginning was probably not the right step for me at the time. I needed somebody who was more of a, of a life coach almost to help me really identify what I wanted in my life and identify my core desired feelings um, as well so that I could set my business up in a way that was according to my own values, my own wants from life. So the answer to that question is absolutely. I work with women, women who come to me are often, um, you know, fear is a huge thing because they've, they've jumped into the, into the business realm. Usually they're new into their business and their sanction is me. They were high achievers. They, um, really the fear of moving away from that and not having that, I guess the word for it is credibility and that, um, you know, people admiring them and telling them, you know, you're doing an amazing job. They're stepping away from all of that when they move into this new business realm and it's really scary and they often have no idea what they want. And we have to be so careful because we could create an entire business system and structure that is completely wrong for them if we don't get to the bottom of those core desired feelings and first do the work personally on themselves first before we set up those business systems, before we set up those business structures. So, yeah, absolutely the answer is is yes. People who come to me for any kind of coaching certainly get a holistic approach because I'm a very firm believer that it starts with you first. And I'm a firm believer in that across the board, whether that be parenting and especially with unschooling, where we certainly are the minority. So we face, can face a lot of judgment from people. We have to be so confident in our own choices always. And it's really easy to look outward and say, well, they're not accepting me or, or they're doing the wrong thing. Well, the place to start is always, in yourself, and in being, in identifying your own core values, and being so confident in those things that you don't need that that um, oh, what's the word I'm looking for that approval mm-hmm. and that yeah and that confirmation that you're on the right path. You're so confident in yourself that that you can move forward and be totally okay if somebody doesn't approve or if somebody has a different opinion to you, and that's the same in business. So you need to be so confident, so comfortable and so clear about what you're trying to build that you can move forward despite any, you know, anything that might pop up.
0: What you've just described is essentially exactly what happened to me in my chiropractic practice and why I burned out so quickly. Because I went into private practice on my own after teaching at a university where I was take responsibility for this. But the message that I got was that to be successful, I needed to see as many patients every day as mm-hmm. possible. And that's a very um, unclear, like invisible line to meet. Yep. Right? And so I never knew how, had I met my goal or not. I just knew that I wanted to keep seeing more and more and more and more because that was mm-hmm. what success was supposed to be. I never stopped to think about at that time, is this really working for my family? Am I really happy doing this? Or from a proactive approach, I never went into the practice, obviously, thinking first and foremost, what do I really want? What do I want to feel and what do I want to experience? Okay, how can I build my business around that?
1: Exactly. Yeah, I remember some of those conversations that we had right in the (laughs) beginning. And we had so much in common around our careers.
0: Yes yes so i would love to hear more about how you have um how you utilized strategies in your family or more about what you do essentially to really freestyle your life not just in your business but also in your family
1: yeah okay wow this is um and you know some of this could be potentially a little hard for people to get their head around and, and even potentially a little controversial. But but we really had to throw all, those, uh, the, all that conditioning that we were brought up with to, um, we had to throw it out. Like it had to go and it was really scary. So we took some really, um, we, we identified firstly that we weren't happy with what we were doing. And my husband and I were successful entrepreneurs. We had to... Bricks and mortar businesses. Well, when we had my daughter, who's now five, we had one bricks and mortar business um, that my husband was working in and I was running, but he was working in it. And I was also working my corporate career when we had our daughter. And, you know, we had my daughter and we weren't really prepared, especially my husband and he suffered some postnatal depression after my daughter.
0: Mm.
1: And shortly after that, we fixed that with a crazy band-aid, which was to buy another business, um, in a different, in a different, in a different city. Uh, so a totally different state actually to where we were. (laughs) Um, so we were running two bricks and mortar businesses. I had stopped my corporate career, but I did do a little bit of, again, I went back and did a little bit of contracting work for one of the big financial institutions here two days a week. I had my own business as well that I was running and you know, we identified that that was just way too much stuff. For me, it was cranky mama syndrome. So, you know, I felt like I could never just fully be present for my children and Steve felt the same. And he actually just became more and more miserable um, in our businesses. And, you know, when you lose the passion for your business, it really affects the business a lot. Yes. And so, you know, we we kind of came into this very stressful situation where while I was very successful in my business, nearly everything that I was making was going to keeping the other two businesses running as well. So we had some really, really, really big, scary decisions to make because we'd had our businesses for over 10 years. They were our, well, they were our main source of income at that time. Um, But we realised that we didn't want to do it anymore. And so we had to we sold those two businesses. We just sold them like, like that. We made a decision and we sold them, we got rid of them. And I equate this a little bit to while we've never owned a home. Uh, something that comes up so much for our, uh, for my clients is a mortgage. Like, and I can only compare it to this where so often people are totally tied to their mortgage. And I'm sure heaps of people can relate to that. And that's what we were like with our businesses. So we were so tied to our businesses. We obviously had a business loan. We needed to pay bills for our businesses that were no longer, you know, killing it because I was busy in my business. My husband was actually, you know, had some pretty severe mental illness at that point um, and was just totally overworked and overstressed. And we had to make a decision to, to remove that stressor from our life. And I, although I know a lot of other people can relate with their mortgage where it's this pressure to pay the mortgage. Like I need to have this house or I need to have this extra car or I need to have, you know, all these things and I need to work full time to be able to pay that. My husband and I both have to work full time so we can pay it. Well, there actually is an alternative and the alternative is to not have it. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, And so that was a really long way of saying we had to like cut the ties of assuming that we had to have our businesses that had defined us for so long because, you know, they had completely defined us and, you know, people knew, you know, we were the business people. Um, But also as our only source of income, we had to make a really hard decision about what we were going to do because that meant we were really cutting back our income and had to change the way we lived. So we were 100% up for doing that at the time. So it was really breaking free of those societal norms um, that allowed us to come into a place in our lives where we had that freedom that you're talking about. Uh, We weren't tied to loans. We weren't tied to debt. We weren't um, tied to a business that meant we couldn't go places anymore or we couldn't you know, we didn't have time to spend with our children or we couldn't be pre- fully present and um, setting a loving example for them. So really it was tough decisions and it was over a period of time. It, it really, it's only coming into fully, we're really only fully coming into it now. And I think it, it's been a two-year period of evolution and self-development and making those really tough choices and going through a little bit of pain to get to the position we're in now.
0: I think what's really valuable for moms that are listening about what you are sharing right now is that even someone who coaches other people in developing a freestyle life has gone through times of pain and struggle to create then what you do want to have. And so often we feel like we should just be able to magically have this amazing, awesome life. And I think for most of us, it comes from actually going through that period where things feel hard and they suck and it hurts to then really get into tune with what it is that you do want to have.
1: And it's in those periods of pain that we grow the most. And, you know, and this is just a little tip for everybody that I find works for me and I know that I've spoken to you about this before and I've explained this is what I do with you before. But when I'm in those periods of pain, when it's so tough and I'm like, I know I need to just get through this because in the end this is going to work out. But at, at times you just seem, you feel so hopeless about it. You feel like I just can't even see past this. And it's at that point where I think to myself, I need to have total faith here that God got my back or the world, you know, whatever, whoever your person or your entity or your, you know, the universe has my back. The universe is, is bringing everything into alignment so that I can get into that place that I'm so focused on being. And how that happens is sometimes not what I anticipated, but I just have to have faith in those times that God's got my back a hundred percent or the universe has got my back a hundred percent. And that's what usually can pull me through.
0: Yeah, and it doesn't always look like what we think that it should look like, right?
1: Right. I don't <laughs> think there's actually been one time that it's that it's <laughs> panned out exactly how I thought it would. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, Sam. Tell us more about how you um, how you freestyle your family with your kiddos. I know that you are a homeschooler, but there's a more specific way, I guess. Actually, that's not a way of going about homeschooling your children that really works well for your family.
1: Yeah, so we really, in our family, have a pretty um, firm... Well, firstly, unschooling is such... And we unschool, so we don't use any curriculum. Uh, We we don't rule anything out in the future, depending on our children and what they, you know, how they learn and what they want to do. But certainly now we don't use a curriculum. It's all interest-based learning with them. And we have a really firm belief in our family that everybody is responsible for their own happiness, even our children. So we try and really instill that in them that, you know, what we're looking for is is to be happy above anything else. Um, And we make unschooling work and, you know, are able to continue in our businesses and our own self-development because, again, with unschooling, even though I hate the label we believe that this is a path for the entire family so we are all learning together all of the time and and for you know steve and i to be able to make that work for our children and and be happy and and loving and present examples for them we need to be able to continue our own self-development as well so again we really have to toss the um you know, the the general idea of what homeschooling look like and unschooling look like because it's like trading one Joneses for another, right? It's like, you know, keeping up with the Joneses in relation to your work and all of those things. We didn't want to trade that for keeping up with the Joneses in homeschooling. Yeah. So having it look like this perfect, you know, curriculum based which and curriculum works for some people. I'm not I'm not at all saying don't have a curriculum, but we didn't want it to look the same just because we wanted to take out the things that worked for us and do that and you know create new paths in other ways and how we do that is to one make sure we are still really well taken care of ourselves and i know as a mother i'm not trying to i'm not trying to um glamorize this in any way because there's certainly times when All I'm doing is being with my children. They're both still really young. They both still need a lot of my time and a lot of my support. So certainly there are times when I make sacrifices um, of the, you know, things that I would probably rather be doing at that time. And I, have to, and I just have to say, okay, this isn't panning out today. I need to just be fully present for them. There's certainly times when that happens, but we try and put priority as well on taking care of ourselves because we believe that when we are at our best, our children have the very best of us. So I, when, I was, well, when I was working in my business, I'm on maternity leave now, but when I was you know, combining both, I had three days that were child free and those were the days that I worked on my business. And during those days, I managed my time very tightly. So I managed it. I used a calendar. Um, I was very, and because in my previous role in my career, I really taught people to do this as well. This was part of what I, you know, coached and supported people around was time management. I was able to use those tools to be super, super productive in those three days when I was child-free and essentially create something that meant I could still earn $80,000 a year on three days a week, um, which was, you know, great and what we needed at the time. Now I still have a day off. So I have one day where I'm child-free and I do whatever I like in those days. And sometimes it is clean house because I find it a bit therapeutic. Um, and other days it's not. Other days it's hanging out watching Netflix. So we, one, had to really take away that um, and, you know, having your children looked after can be frowned upon a little bit in alternative streams of schooling or alternative, you know, streams of parenting. So we had to move away from that idea and go, okay, well, what works for us is this. Um, And also when we looked at other people, you know, When I was looking for examples, because as I've already mentioned, I am a total self-confessed nerd and I do look into everything, both sides of everything. When I really looked at examples of people who were really strictly following following alternative streams of parenting or really strict, radical unschooling, a lot of the parents just seemed extraordinarily burnt out Mm -hmm. and tired and exhausted and... I was like I do not want to replicate that. So I've already been there. I've been exhausted. I've been extremely burnt out and barely able to function and you know my my children have experienced that as well for, for me as a parent parenting them and I'm certainly not willing to go back there. So I had to create something that meant we didn't do that and we had a really good the word I guess most people would use is balance. But again, that's a word that um, I feel a bit funny about using but that would probably be the best way to describe it so that everybody understood what I was saying
0: yeah I think the, the term balance is kind of a loaded word now in our society mm-hmm. because we're all always striving for what we perceive as balance but on the other hand we actually we want to have the experience of living life fully in every dimension um, so it's like, how do we really create balance if we're showing up fully in every aspect of our lives?
1: <laughs> it's tough. Yeah, tough. absolutely. It is really tough. And I think, um, and I so love the, the four dimensional thing that you have going. It's just so important. And I think like as well of just letting go of how that should even look. Yep. And you know, sometimes it is out of, out of kilter. So sometimes parenting will come first. Sometimes business is going to come first. And when you run, well, uh, certainly in our family, when those things happen, we have to really open and honest with each other about it. So if I have a big launch coming up in my business or something in my business, I've, I've p- potentially overloaded myself with clients or because that was it, that's another thing that I do to make sure that I'm able to continue to live my life and totally freestyle my life and my parenting and everything is I really control the amount of work I take on board and the amount of clients that I take on board so that I can be my best for my clients and my and my family and my children Um, when that happens and if I do overload myself a little or my husband overloads himself a little or or I've got we've got something big coming up we're really open and honest with that about the whole To the whole family including our kids so you know we're there to support each other in achieving our dreams and what we want and that goes for our kids as well like if they're really focused in on something or something like that we make allowances so that they can continue to you know play in that space or we can continue not always but you know we all make allowances for and are open and honest with each other so that we can work that out together so communication is big Uh, you know, thing in our family where it's like, okay, I've got this coming up on this date. I need some support. Can everybody give me some support here? And we work it out together as a family. So that's another big thing that we do um, to allow ourselves to develop our businesses, develop ourselves and just make things work in our family.
0: There was something that you mentioned briefly in, in that discussion there about limiting or being conscious of how much you take on, like how yes. many clients you take on. And this is really applicable for moms that are in chiropractic, especially because yeah. like I did, I tended not tended, I did, I took on as many new patients as I possibly could put on my schedule. Right. And that's yeah. what a lot of us do. Um, yes. And there's a key to being able to limit how much new business you take on. And that yeah. key is asking for what you are worth.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Right. Not undercutting absolutely. your beliefs.
1: <laughs> absolutely. Yep. Making sure that you're, that, and again, I'm going to say this again, even though I've said it a couple of times already, this is about self-development. This is about confidence. This is about being really comfortable in who you are and your service that you're offering because that, that's another, you know, chink in the chain that comes up a lot once you know, we've done that personal development is, is the service that you're offering, is it really authentically you? Do you feel really wonderful about it? But that charging what you're worth is so key in being able to really moderate, you know, what you take on in your business.
0: Yes. Certainly.
1: And also being able to let go of the appearance of what that looks like. Yes. I found that was a really big one for me as well in the beginning, letting go of that glorification of stress and crazy busy- busyness. I know you've heard me say that a million times, but, you know, letting go of that glorification of oh, I'm so stressed, I'm so busy, I've just got so much on and, you know, repeating that constantly whenever anybody asks you how you're feeling, <laughs> being able to let go of that and not let that identify you anymore and, and you know, really handling that with strength and grace.
0: Amen to that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm still practicing that. You know, there are times that um I notice like for example over the weekend uh, my I was with my parents for a bit and my dad said so how is your summer going so far and I was like well it's just busy like every other day is and yep, I'm like, hmm, interesting that I still have that belief there.
1: <laughs> yeah. And me too. In, and I think that's just an ongoing, that is so heavily ingrained in us, especially women. Um, you know, that's an ongoing thing. I certainly don't pretend to be perfect at it. I certainly find myself, I think that's an automatic response. Yeah. Like, I, you know, we'd barely think about it. Ah, oh, we're busy, you know? And I certainly put, a, when I'm really focusing in on that, I, I make a really um, conscious effort, which can be difficult, to be 100% present when anybody's asking me a question. And it is so interesting it, when you're just in general conversation with and the things that do just come naturally to us to answer or the questions that we just think to answer when we see somebody or think to say when we see someone like, how are you going? It's so interesting to really look at somebody when they say that to you and answer really honestly and, and notice the feelings that come up And I have found myself more and more when somebody says to me, how are you going? Initially, when I was being super present and really listening to them and giving an honest answer, and I started to say, do you know what? Things are going fantastic. Things are amazing. You know, like we're just feeling really relaxed and we, we feel like we don't have a lot to worry about right now. And the feelings that came up with me actually like confessed. It was almost like a confession confessing that to somebody were really initially um, awkward and tight and my chest constricted and and my shoulders went up and I was like afraid to say that to somebody and as I've become more and more aware of that and you know really stepped into my own like you say, core values and really become super confident in my choices and not needing that approval, the more wonderful it's become. And then you see the light in somebody else's eyes when you say that, where they're like, they're a bit taken aback that that's what you have said. Like, oh, okay. And you can slowly on some occasions see the realization in their own mind about, wow, okay, so potentially the crazy busyness is not, You know, there are people out there who, who don't, who have chosen not to do that or are choosing to, to do things differently. And it's a really cool experiment. If you ever get, you know, if you, if you can, if you can really become present in that moment, like for a day, just make it for a day when you're going somewhere. Um, It's a really cool experiment to do.
0: That's a really fun action step for the listeners to take away from this discussion today, <laughs> like a, yeah. a a mini challenge to just for one day, yeah. anyone ask you how you are, how things are going, that you give them not just the positive response perhaps, but the really honest response of how. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Yep.
0: Yeah. yeah. And cool. I would,
1: I would challenge if you're re- in a stressful time, which I know, you know, I'm sure there's plenty of people listening to this podcast that are in a really stressful time. If you are in a stressful time, I'd encourage you to say when you are speaking and you're saying, you know, things are pretty stressful, you know, whatever this is, being totally honest in your answer, but I'm, I'm, you know, I'm really taking action to stop that happening. You know, I'm really looking to create, you know, a less stressful life or, you know, explain kind of the part don't explain it fully but mention that you know i'm taking action to stop that i don't want that to be what my life's about anymore and see what comes up for you when you say that because it's it's yeah so such an interesting experiment and i would really encourage you know anybody who's listening today to do that for for at least a day
0: yeah Awesome. All right, Sam, I have just a couple more questions for you. The next one is imagine the scenario essentially where a woman that's listening to the show today is, let's say she's a chiropractor. She has a really busy practice. Um, She works probably five days a week um, and she maybe also has a part-time job to help supplement her income. And she has a couple of kiddos that are school aged, but like, you know, six, seven, eight years old. And she's just feeling absolutely crazy. (laughs) Like life is, Mm -hmm. life is running her instead of her running her life. What would be the one piece of insight or inspiration or advice that you would want to give to that woman today?
1: First, I want to give her a big hug because I understand what that's like. Um, And the first piece of advice I would give her is if you could choose anything in the entire world and there was nobody judging you, there was nobody, any decision you made is the most perfect choice for you and your children and your family any decision you made, everybody's going to think it's the best thing in the world and they're going to totally 100% trust you to make the right choices. Nobody is going to be judgmental. Nobody is going to give you their opinion about it um, in a negative way. Everybody is only going to think it's amazing. What would you create? And get just super crazy with it and write it down. That's the first thing I would say. Just dream big about it.
0: Yeah. Give it some sense. And write
1: it down. Write it down.
0: Love it. Okay, let the listeners know where they can learn more about you, your freestyle life, or connect with you.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So, you can learn more about me on my website, which is super basic at the moment because I have literally pulled all of my business stuff off my website. So, I'm just really blogging at the moment about um, how we've simplified our life, how we, you know, continued our life after we got rid of our main source of income and I stopped working as well um, and how we continue on our unschooling journey. So you can find any information about me there at www.yourfreestylelife.com. They can feel free to email me. I love getting emails. I get lots of emails and I do my very best to answer all of them. It might not be on the same day because I have a pretty strict um, one Session email per day, especially when my children are home, but you can get me at Sam at your freestylelife.com. So feel free to shoot me an email or you can find me on Facebook at your Sam Morrissey at your freestyle life is my Facebook page
0: awesome Sam, thank you so much as we've as we've had this discussion together today. It has been so Eye-opening to me how much I actually learned from you in the time that we were together last summer and um, it's just been amazing. So thank you. Thank you so much.
1: Well, thank you because I know, and you've again, you've heard me say this before, but I only really work with people who truly inspire me and who I love working with. And so the feeling is a hundred percent mutual. I learned so much from you during our time and, and I just really value what we've been able to create together.
0: Thank you. Hey, if you are loving the Align Woman podcast, be sure to subscribe to the newsletter. When you do, you'll be one of the first to receive the free upcoming guide, Marketing 101 from Moms and Chiropractic, to help you get clear and focused on your marketing efforts for 2017. So head over to alignwoman.com and subscribe today.